Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg Smalley, and today we've invited Greg's wife, Erin Smalley, back with us, and we're grateful for her willingness to do that. We're going to hear more today from Bill and Pam Farrell uh, about how a healthy sex life can really add value to your marriage, and here they are with Jim Daly. Pam and Bill, let me ask you this delicate question. Um, Some in the Christian community feel that this topic is taboo, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even that the Lord isn't pleased with it, although right. he has created us in this way. What would you say to that couple that may struggle with, even within the two of them, this kind of openness about their desire? Is it wrong biblically to have a desire for sex? I think it's right biblically. God said, leave and cleave, and the two shall become one. That was like a command, right, at the very beginning in Genesis. And so before the church was formed, before there was a tabernacle, before there was a temple, God said there was a marriage. And the gift that he gave to solidify that marriage was the gift of intimacy. And so it really is up to us to protect and regain that gift that God so graciously gave. And the Bible is very bold about talking about sexual intimacy, but it's also very tactful. So in the Old Testament, um, the Bible talks about knowing mm-hmm. your spouse mm-hmm. because he wants to keep it tactful, but at the same time, be open and honest about it. Um, in Genesis 1, we read they were naked and not ashamed. When Adam took his first look at Eve, it appears in Hebrew that he broke out in spontaneous singing because he was excited about his wife. And then as Pam mentioned, we have the Song of Solomon, which is all about romance and intimacy within the context of marriage. So the Bible's pretty upfront about it, but the Bible's tactful about it. Mm. And one of the struggles we have is the world we live in is so out of control and has so corrupted the conversation that we tend to think of it as something that's depraved or that's dirty or that wasn't designed for good. Well, and I think that's the point because uh, God has designed it for good within the context of marriage. But the culture, especially the Western culture, has so debased sexuality Mm -hmm. that it's having a hard time finding its framework. And I think one of the other difficulties, I'd love for you to comment on this, the way that people, both Christian and non-Christian, tend to satisfy that spot in their heart through pornography or other things that, again, are a fraud to the real deal. Exactly. And, you know, really, pornography and what Satan has done to sexuality is I want to make me happy. It's all about me. But the biblical frame of intimacy and red hot monogamy is all about the other person. How can I encourage them and please them and build them up? Um, The Bible calls it to know in the Old Testament. So your goal in intimacy is to know your spouse and be able to know what's going on in their heart and in their life and even in the bedroom. That's your goal, which is very other centered, which is more like God. You know, have this attitude in yourself, which is also in Christ Jesus, considering others as more important than yourself, even in this area of red hot monogamy, which is real opposite of the whole porn industry. Well, and one of the reasons why we got into this discussion and why we wrote the book is we know that people tend to believe what they hear over and over and over again. Mm. So we're living in a world that's getting this sexual message over and over and over again that's short-sighted and it's self-absorbed and that is ruining lives rather than enhancing lives. And if we are silent about the area, then we're turning it over to people who are given the wrong message. 
And the reality about physical intimacy is it's really good for us. You know, people who have satisfying uh, physical intimacy in marriage, they tend to be physically healthier. They're emotionally healthier. They tend to have lower stress. They tend to be uh, better communicators in in all areas of their life. And they tend to be less frantic Mm. about getting all the other needs of their life met. But our world's loaded with uh, imitations. And that's the problem with pornography is that it's an imitation of the real thing. I think a lot of us knew this already, but it's good to hear the ferals emphasize this again, that having healthy physical intimacy in your marriage really does improve the relationship. That's not a message that uh, we see a lot or hear a lot from the general culture, from the media. Uh, Flip that around, Greg and Aaron, and talk about couples um, where one or both are, are kind of substituting something for healthy sexuality. I don't know what it might be, food or I don't know, but what do those couples need to know? Well, I think the pharaohs were right on as they talked about, for example, pornography. So for, you know, one of the spouses or maybe both who are into pornography, the the challenge with pornography is it creates a very selfish view of sex that I'm viewing pornography for the sole purpose of self-gratification. So what it does is it conditions you to worry about you only. You don't have to work at any sort of relationship when you view pornography. Mm-hmm. And so that's carried into the relationship. So all of a sudden, you know, I'm not I'm not worried or working on the relationship outside of the bedroom wooing my wife is Kevin Lehman often talks about that sex begins in the kitchen. If it's all about pornography, then you don't have to worry about any of that. It just it's really negatively impacts the relationship. It's pretty selfish, I guess, in the end. Yeah, that, it, that's what it's cultivating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just don't have to work anything else. Hmm. Yeah, and I would say a woman who's not feeling pursued will often turn outside the relationship, maybe not with infidelity, but looking for alternatives to fill that need of mm. being wanted and being desired deep at so the core. get really busy, maybe. Either get or, busy yeah. or often what I'll see as a counselor, I'll see plugging into friend-girlfriend relationships just as, you know, hey, my friends, you know, we can talk at that deep level. And so, you know, that isolates him off or even connecting deeply with the kids in a way that they form their own little system over here. And then the husband or wife, whichever it may be, is left over on the outside and it isolates that couple from each other. Mm. It's so important if if you're in a sexless marriage, it's so important to figure out the why. What's going on? For example, early in our marriage, when I was in my doctoral program in psychology, there was at one point that Aaron, one night, just kind of said, you know what, we haven't been intimate in a, a, a long time. What's going on? Because I think it's easy f- to jump to the wrong conclusion. Mm-hmm. Either you're not interested in me or you're interested in someone else. And as we started to talk about that, of course, I got extremely defensive and, you know, nothing. And the more we talked, so I'm fast forwarding to when we actually could have the healthy part of this yeah. conversation because <laughs> okay. it didn't go well. Yeah. And I think that we went to sleep that night very upset and frustrated with yeah. each other. But but either a couple days later or whatever, when we actually unpacked this, what I realized is two things. One, I was incredibly stressed out because I was facing um, the culmination of four years' worth of exams that would take about four days. 
and I and I was so nervous that I was going to fail these that 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 level of stress, the fear of failing, that's a part of how it impacted me. Yeah. Is that I just I wasn't interested in being physical with my wife, and of course, Aaron took that personal and and again jumped to some wrong conclusions but just being able to pinpoint that's what was going on oh she was like okay i i get it it helped then for us to come together um within that conversation and that that changed even our physical relationship Mm -hmm. going forward in a good way yeah, it's so important to go a little bit deeper and figure out what is going on. Is it hormones? Is it stress level? Is it workload? Is it exhaustion? Is it issues that were, you know, existed prior individually and were walked right into the marriage? Yeah. And so I just encourage couples to to dig a little deeper because it is worth fighting for. The benefits individually and the benefits to your relationship are great. Yeah, I had I remember talking to somebody, uh, they were a counselor and she said there's one gift that only you can give your spouse. I mean, you can find all sorts of things from other people, but that physical intimacy that God calls you to, that's a gift you alone have to offer your spouse mm-hmm. in, in the proper context. And uh, I thought that's a pretty profound statement. Listen, if, we're probably touching a nerve here for a number of listeners. I want to just tell you, we have caring Christian counselors here at Focus on the Family. If you're thinking, golly, they're talking about me, what do I do? Or maybe the Pharaoh said something about those unhealthy substitutes, um, and, and you're thinking, I need to know more, call us. Uh, we've got the number in the show notes. Um, we also have a link to some resources like Bill and Pam's book, Red Hot Monogamy. Uh, we have other things as well. Make a donation today. We'll send the Pharaoh's book to you as our way of saying thanks for joining the support team and enabling us to do Uh, programs and podcasts like this one offering help and encouragement to those who maybe need a little bit of a lifeline this has been great thank you aaron for joining us and greg always always good to talk to you i'm john fuller inviting you back we're going to continue next time with more from the ferals on the focus on the family marriage podcast 